0: Welcome to the Speech Source Podcast. My name is Mary Brzeek. And
1: I'm Kim Dillon. We are two pediatric speech-language pathologists with a combined 25 years of experience. We are your source for speech, language,
0: feeding, play, and much more in between.
1: Welcome to Friday Favorites. Today we are talking about two of our favorite books. And Mary, what book do you have for today? Today I chose... A book
0: that is one of my absolute favorites. It's in a series. So I do have um, three in the series that I highly recommend. But today I'm just going to focus on one. And that one it's called Toot Toot Beep Beep. And it is for all of your car loving kiddos. So it's some fun graphics on in this book. But I really like it because It's all cars and it's all different colors of cars. And so each page has, it highlights one of the cars and then it has a certain sound effect with it. And Kim and I talk a lot about the importance of sound effects in our speeches as we're building. It's a way to play with your sound. It's a way to imitate back and forth and really match that pitch and match the vowel shape So, I really like all these. And it's with cars, which is, as we know, is a really high-interest toy for a ton of kids. So, some of the sound effects would be like beep-beep, vroom-vroom, toot-toot. And so, you're doing all these different sound effects for each of the different cars that go along. Um, Who knew that cars had so many sound effects? Whoosh whoosh, chugga-chugga. There's all these different ones. It goes through like 10 cars. And then... At the end, all of the cars, you see them go to bed and they're all in the parking lot. But another way I really like to use this book is I actually used it this week with one of my patients and he's not, he's super busy and he's not as into books. Like if I just grabbed a book, that is not what he would gravitate towards, but he was playing with my car stacker toy. I've talked about it before in our Friday favorites. It's the stacking car garage. And we were had just finished playing with that. And I wanted to get into books because I knew that if I got him into this, he would really enjoy it. And I really want to get that attention and to slow him down a little bit so that we could talk and work on imitating. And so we got our stacking car garage and the very first page has all these different, all the different cars all in, in a row. And we just got that car garage and we matched each one. And so we found green car and we put it on the green car and purple car. We put it on the purple car. And so we, we put all the cars on top of the book on the page, matching all of them. We found out that there is no black car that could be kind of distressing to some kids. So, but it was fun because we said, Oh, no, no black car. What do we do? So I said, Hey, do you have a black car? And he didn't. He was looking around in his playroom, but he found a black train. And so he went over and got his train, and said, Train, train, train. It's like, You're right. That's black. Let's add that one to our page. And so Then he was, he was hooked and he was like, okay, I can do this book. And so then on each page, we were working on the colors, the sound effects, imitating, and we could use those cars with it. So we had a physical, physical thing for, for somebody who's real busy and really active. So I
1: love this book, Toot Toot Beep Beep by Emma Garcia. I love the buy-in too with the toy. I I'm a big fan of when you can kind of combine toys that lead into a book that might lead into a song because it really just helps connect the dots for kids and bring it all over. Mhm. Yeah, but, this is it's a good one for sure. Well, Kim, you brought
0: one today really for about the same age range, right?
1: I did, and it's interesting because you said yours was kind of geared towards a child who may not gravitate towards books. And this is one also, this is one that I feel like can kind of help get that buy-in with some books and sitting down to read because it's very active and it's fun and it's engaging and you can be really silly with it. Kind of like with the, um, with the sounds that are in, were in the book that you talked about, those are fun and silly. And a lot of times that's what kids are going to try and imitate first, because it's just fun and silly and the pressure's off and they want to try to make those sounds. So that's why those sounds are so important. They can really help lead into some more speech imitation later if we can get them imitating those sounds. So mine is a little bit like that. It's a very active book, lots of imitation. And it's called Barnyard Dance by Sandra Boynton. I think I'm pronouncing that the right way. But it ha- it's full of animals. So we can work on animal vocabulary, Lots of animal sounds, so of course, you have your easier words to say, like moo and ba. And throughout the whole book, you can do it in a song. And Mary, I don't know if you have any of her books, but there's a lot. Yeah, I of have one. this one, you do. And do you sing mm-hmm. it, or do no, you? Kind I've of... never sang it, no. <laughs> How do you do it? Well, I, I don't know, and I don't know if I do it consistently every time, but it's very repetitive and lots of rhyming and I feel like you can kind of just get into any sort of little groove like rhythm or song and again I'm not a singer so mine's probably more of a chant I would say but it has it has stop your stomp your feet clap your hands everybody ready for a barnyard dance and I think it's just really easy to play with some of that intonation and the going up and down with your voice and focusing on what's rhyming and the repetition but Throughout the book, they're doing lots of fun actions. Like you have to bow to the horse, bow to the cow, twirl with the pig if you know how. And you can get up with your kid and you can practice bowing and twirling and they have spinning, bouncing. So lots of big actions that you can stand up and be active with a kid who maybe isn't super interested in sitting down and reading a book. And then again, lots of just fun sounds like cock doodle doodle doo And then it's, you know, you're going through all the different little animals, skitter with the mice, and it's just, it's fun. And I think it's a great way to work on that imitation, even if they're not using words yet with some of those big actions and then just going through and the animals are silly. They're, they're kind of acting silly. The cow has sunglasses on. So it's just something that's really engaging and fun and it's a board book, mine is a board book, so it's hard to hurt. Um and it's short and simple. So it's a book that you can get through, it's fun, it's active and then you're done. But I think the more you go through it, you can address a lot of those imitation skills, playing with some of those sounds and it's just cute. It's one of my favorites and she has a lot of my favorites. She has so many great little books for young kids that are really engaging and use a lot of good language. So that was called Barnyard Dance. Mm,
0: I really love this one. You know, I, I really, my family really likes this one. And I remember when my kids were little, this was one of their favorite bedtime books because as much as I would love to say that Every family is just curling up in a cozy chair (laughs) and quietly snuggling and reading a sweet book together. That was not my experience with multiples (laughs) at bedtime. Mm -hmm. and But the books are so important. You still have to figure out how to make books a routine in your life because it's so important. And I think Any book like this that makes kids get engaged is awesome. So sometimes, I mean, my kids really need to get their wiggles out before bed. And so, right, like if I'm sitting and reading the the book, kind of like a teacher, you know, holding it out. And then they're doing the twirl with the pig and stomp with the, you know, and they're doing all the motions. Then that makes for a really fun interactive one that they, you know, it becomes one of those
1: books that they requested over. And
0: over and over, (laughs) right? And over, it's a great one.
1: Yeah, and using siblings to do it together because one of them might be imitating the actions, and the other one might be watching. But that's a great learning experience because you know, again, the repetition—they're going to start imitating. And when you have another child as a peer in that situation, that's usually more reinforcing than just being like, "Watch, mom, I'm (laughs) going to bow like a horse and or a cow or whichever one bows." But I think the kids are usually much more reinforcing for getting some of those imitation skills to happen. But, and also it's just a fun experience. You're creating a fun experience at bedtime during story time. And so it's great to just figure out what works for your family and start creating those routines. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Friday Favorites.
0: If you have a book in your library that is one of your favorites, we would love to hear about it. Um, Leave us a review. Check out our Instagram page. Tell us about your favorite books. We're happy to highlight one of your
1: favorites as well. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and check out our website, thespeechsource.com. Also, check us out on
0: Instagram for more ideas on speech, language, feeding, and play.